All right, and welcome to this week's episode of Dudes Talking Sports. I'm your co-host, as always, Casey Foreman, alongside my co-host and Tanner File. This episode is brought to you by BetUS.com, a.k.a. America's Sportsbook. Go check out the link in the episode description. But Tanner, nice to be here with you. How you doing, man? I'm all right, Casey. Obviously, things are a little weird, but we're hugging our loved ones a little tighter. Of course, man, trying to get through it. I know the city of Buffalo hurting right now. A lot of the sports world is. DeMar Hamlin's family in specific. Uh, Why don't we start there on Monday night before we really get into the show today? Nothing really, you know, more necessary to start with. It feels like all eyes, at least in the sports world, were on Cincinnati on Monday night, right? I just feel like a collective unit. It's like we're all watching this and feeling it together. Huge game. Yeah, it was a huge game going into it, you know, and then, you know, Bill's second-year safety, DeMar Hamlin, you know, suffers cardiac arrest on the field, was given CPR, is now in critical care. Man, I can't think of, first off, you know, our thoughts, our prayers, our legitimate prayers going out to DeMar, his family, the Bills, the Bengals, anyone who was there. It's tough, man. T. Higgins. T. Higgins, the guy also the opposing player involved in that play. We're about 24 hours removed now, right, Tanner? About 24 hours removed. We've had some time to think on it, to talk about it. You live in Buffalo. How do you think it was handled? Sitting at home watching the game, how do you think it was overall handled? Your your thoughts on what happened uh, in Cincinnati about a, about a day ago? Obviously, I think it put everyone in a super difficult position. This is obviously something that's – incredibly unprecedented yeah we don't have a rule book to play by whenever something like this happens so i think the nfl did do the right thing in canceling the game obviously there's no way or i mean postponing the game yeah obviously there's no way that those two teams can play that night after they just watched what they watched in front of them and you had grown men, some of the toughest men in the world, like yeah. crying because yeah. this guy was losing his life on the field. You you can't play after something like that. And football players are – they're entertainers. And I think Booger McFarland said it best, like n- no one on that field feels like being entertained right now. No, not in the mood. Like, no, like, yeah. this, like that's – like whenever that happens, the – thing that matters has nothing to do with what's going on on the football field yeah exactly that's not to cancel the game is so to cancel the game is the right decision now if the nfl tried to say which i know there's been debate between the nfl's players association and the nfl or i mean and then what the report was during the game Mm -hmm. that they gave these players a five minute they said they were gonna give them a five minute warm-up and they were gonna restart the game once they got the ambulance out of there that's that's for the report that's 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 terrible that's the report. now they came out and said that's not the case but that is what was told to us and if that is the case the nfl should be ashamed of themselves yeah 
first things first, I, I don't know how. Yeah, I was I was happily surprised, honestly surprised that the game was canceled because I know the NFL. And no matter what we've seen in the past, as you said, this is unprecedented. We haven't seen something like this in a very long time, if not ever. Right. I can't even think of I think of like. I think his name was a like Christian but, but we, who played overseas. He played soccer. It happened to him a handful of years back. Something similar happened, but but we did in the NFL. Go ahead. In the NFL, Brian Chase year got paralyzed on the yeah. same field. In mm-hmm. the NFL, played the rest of that game. So if like that's also something extremely serious, and the NFL didn't even think about canceling the game. So it is not. I mean, it's a I, I understand team. your surprise, your surprise feelings with the NFL because they don't have the highest track record. Like times. I wasn't trying to be rude or anything, yeah, but just I was surprised. Yeah. You know, I was surprised they canceled the game. I was glad they did. I agree with you. It's the right yes. thing to do. The right thing to do. No one was wanting to play. No one was wanting to watch a football game after that. You think anyone said yeah. no? Was like, okay, let's brush that off. All anyone could think of was, hey. How's 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 he at the is he at the hospital? Like how's he doing? Is he okay? Like that's all anyone yeah. cared about. That's all anyone cared about. So it's the right thing to do. I was surprised in a good way. And I don't see though, coming back to like the repercussions now of this, I don't see how you play this game. How do you play yeah. this game again? Go back to Cincinnati and let's just do it again, guys? What do you yeah. Yeah, there's no chance. What do you do? I mean, like, yeah. What would you do? Do you, I, In my opinion, it, this is a draw. This is a draw, and I hate to do that because it absolutely screws the bills of the one seed, basically. It basically screws the bangles of the one seed. It basically says, here, Kansas City, because you weren't involved in this game, you get the one seed. And I hate that, man. I absolutely hate that for both those teams. It's it's not their fault something like that happens, and I, and I don't want to be selfish to even think about something as stupid as playoff seeding, yeah. <laughs> when a guy is in critical care, but in in in, in you know looking on the bright side of things, he went from needing one hundred percent of oxygen to fifty, to fifty. Okay, and that's a fifty percent increase. And I'm not saying okay, boom, he's better, but we're going in the right direction. It's a great thing to see, and just keep praying that we keep heading in that direction. Is kind of what me and Tanner want to keep. Saying to everyone, because clearly it's been 24 hours, it's been nothing but that, and we've seen a 50 percent increase in that oxygen. Let's keep doing. Let's keep. Let's keep the effort. Let's keep doing what we're doing right. Um, and if you got some money, throw in uh, his go fund me the, the 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 toy drive that they're donating to. Exactly, that jumped up to like it was at like I think maybe seventy thousand before, and now it's at like three, it was at five. It was at four thousand. Oh, it was at four? My bad. I, it was four. Now it's at three. Uh, I saw five point. Four. I saw five point something oh, million five before million. we hopped on. Oh yeah. my god! I saw it was at three point four last time I saw. It. Wow, up to five. That's insane. Keep doing it. It's scary though, man. It's so scary. I can't remember something like that happening on an NFL field. You 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 brought up a perfect example, and and they didn't even cancel the game right we're not here just to crap on the nfl but we do think it's something they did end up doing the right thing it just yes. took them a little long we want to look at everything um props to the coaches out there checking on the players it seems like they were huge in the cancellation postponement of the game so props to both coaching staffs man like hats off to go there and just be able to feel the moment man look at your players and say you are not you know 
we're not going to dehumanize you. We're not football players. Yeah, and good job to the analysts that handled the whole thing. Adam Schefter, Booger McFarland, my guy, uh, the guys in the the guy the guys in the booth. They yeah. did a great job, and Ryan Clark on uh, Scott Van Pelt it. was was great. Perfect. The, mm-hmm. Like th- these guys are humans, and as much as we want to sit back and complain about our fantasy team or bets that didn't hit. Which we all these are humans. At the end of the day, these these are humans. These are someone's son, someone's brother, someone cares deeply, deeply about this human being. Relax. It's a game. As guys like you and I who live and breathe this thing, as as they do, almost on the field, not to that extent, but you know, we love it. Relax. (laughs) We're gonna be the first one to tell you it's a game. Don't take it that seriously. It's and, and but like. It is it is live or die sometimes on that field when those guys step out there. It's 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 what they're signing up to do. They're going out there playing the game that they love, and this is what this is the terrible part that comes with the absolute terrible part that comes with a game. All of us love watching. All of us love playing stuff like that. So it's it's terrible. But again, we're gonna move on from it here. Continue to pray for Demar and his family. The Bills, the Bengals, T. Higgins, everyone involved. And let's just try and rally back. You know, it's just the, f- the first thing is getting him healthy. Let's let's pray he can get, you know, we got, we're 150%. Let's, let's try and edge that down. Let's continue on on that path, right? So let's not dehumanize the players is our key point here. Let's move on, though, my friend. Okay, because there's still a lot of fun stuff to look for. People tune in for fun, witty, great Intel yeah. on sports. Yeah. I feel like people tune in for a escape from the grim reality of the world. That's what sports is. That's what makes sports great. So I feel like we would be doing a disservice to not talk about the sports that we all love and go to for that escape. I couldn't say it better, my friend. Let's hit it. Week 18 of the NFL season is last week. Here, it's here right now, Tanner. Right now, here, this moment in time, week 18, we're going through it. It's over, man. For some teams, it's over. Absolutely over. And I want to say to those fans out there, try and enjoy it, okay? Try and enjoy this last week of absolute crap. Because in a a few Mock draft season? Yeah, mock draft season. Before there's some free agency stuff, your team's going to get better. You Lamar know, could be a free agent. Lamar, Keep telling yourself that. Yeah, you know, Jimmy G, Derek Carr, they're going to be some. The draft is looking quarterback stacked. The reasons to be happy, even though you're not going to make the postseason. Me and Tanner are going to, guys who have lived it, we're going to say it. It'll be over soon, though, guys. Your misery's over soon. It's the last week of the season, too. You don't have to live it too much longer. The season is over. And from the flip side of it, we live on. We live on, my friend. Your team, my team, we keep playing. That's that's also the benefit of it. We continue. This is play. not our last week of playing football. Hopefully not. Hopefully we have a couple Maybe more weeks. It can't be. No, no, you're right. Hopefully we have more than just one more week, though, after this. Either one of our teams. Hopefully like we have a prolonged stint. If it's not my team, I hope it's your team. Okay? Let's keep it going, though. So the Bucks clinched, officially making the playoffs. Congrats, guys. Tanner has been Thanks. riding this roller coaster all year, week to week, and 
We're 500, no big deal. You made the playoffs. That's the goal. You could be 13 and four at the end of the day, but you're nine and eight maybe at the end of the season, and you're going to make the playoffs. Home playoff game. And a home playoff game probably against my Dallas Cowboys, more than likely. Who Tom Brady's ever lost to? Who he's always beaten. Who? And he did just have a receiver go for 200-plus. Yeah, he really, did just go for for 430-plus. Really quickly, though, if you guys uh, – but to give you guys a quick summary, though, Tanner and I are going to look at – I realize we didn't really give anyone a quick summary real quickly, though, Tanner. Um, we're going to look at some of the teams looking to make the postseason. We're doing it win and get in is kind of how we're framing this thing. We're looking at the race to the seven seed in both conferences, the race to the one seed division titles that are still up for grabs. We're looking at all that here to start the show. Then Tanner's second half of the show. Uh man. Uh, it's, it's 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 my season wrapped up into one week. Last week. Yeah, we're to end the show, we're gonna be doing some picks of the week. It's our last picks of the week, week eighteen, last yeah. regular season. I went three and oh last week. Casey went two and two. I have retaken the lead from Casey. See who see if I can hold on to keep that picks of the week title belt. Yeah. We should get a belt made. We might want to get I, one. I might have one. <laughs> oh, no. Chill, chill. All right, all right. We'll get there. Stick around to the second half of the show. But, yeah, most teams, we kind of know where most teams are right now, right? You're clinched or you're eliminated for the majority of the league right now. That's kind of where most teams are. But the seven seed is up for grabs in both the AFC and the NFC. The AFC South is undecided. The NFC East the one seed in the NFC. A lot of stuff is still kind of up for grabs, but let's start, you know, the bottom line where I was wrong. I'm going to address the haters, address people who were correct, because maybe I'm the hater. The boogeyman. He's real. He's real. I saw him a couple months ago in my dreams. I thought I got rid of him. He's back. (laughs) He is back. That's why you call him. You can't get rid of this guy. That's why they call him the boogeyman. You can't get rid of this guy, man. The Packers, yes, guys, elephant in the room. I picked Minnesota last week plus three. I felt pretty good about it, too. I did. I felt confident. It wasn't even close. It wasn't even close. Kirk Cousins said, hey, Tua, let me watch this. (laughs) Watch this, Tua. Two fumbles, three interceptions. He one-upped a performance. I didn't think it was possible to one-up as far as, you know, a poor performance goes. And that Packers defense, man, yeah, they're making plays. They're making plays. I was saying it's a fluky. You know, these are fluky, not going to keep happening. They keep happening. They keep happening, and I don't really They're returning kicks, Casey. Yeah, they're returning kicks for the first time in 10 years. They have a return kick and a pick six or something in the same game. Yeah, for the first time. And I think that was before halftime. It was. It was before halftime. It was a disappointing. It was a bad pick. I did pick the over on this game. That hit. Okay, we're all going to speak on that. I, that I think the hit. Packers may have hit it themselves. Yeah, that hit. So that, that was one of the pros here. But I did not see Kirk Cousins doing that. You know, he managed three points in the first three quarters. Three or Stinky. Four, four, four giveaways. But he, but five, he fumbled that additional time. It could have been five. And now, before I give it to you, and now the Packers are one home win on a cold Sunday night away from a postseason appearance against 
Who, Casey? Who do they, Who play? Do they play? This week? Yeah. They played Detroit. Yeah. They played Detroit. Oh, Detroit. Well, at least they're habitually pretty good. And I'm sure history won't repeat itself. And the Packers won't just destroy the Lions on Sunday night. That's what history tells us, folks. They own Detroit. They own the Lions. This year has told us something different. Okay, this year has been something a little different for Lions fans, for Detroit in general. So I'm not saying it's 100% done yet and that they're He's in the playoffs. Man. But they have now won you five kill out of their last seven, starting from that Dallas game. Five out of their last seven. They're eight and eight now. If we beat them, they're, they're practically dead. They're dead in the water. This season's done. They That's come back from 17 said. points. <laughs> they come back from 13 down against Miami. Like all these things they've done this year. He's the boogeyman. They have to beat Jared Goff in Lambeau in the cold. He hasn't been great in the cold nor on the road this season. Or he's been pretty. He hasn't he thrown on the road? One, hasn't he thrown like one interception? At home, he's been great. I know he has some like crazy stat about how he hasn't thrown an interception in like six games or something like that. Or seven on the games. road, he has more interceptions, I believe, than touchdowns thrown. At least it's a very even ratio. It's very close. He has not been good on the road this year. Add the cold weather in, in Lambeau Field. I'm not feeling great. I'm not feeling great. I was really hoping Minnesota could give that last blow. Hey, he, hasn't, he hasn't a pick since November 6th. Holy crap. That's good. Yeah. Good for Jared Goff. Now, he's played well overall this season. I think he hasn't been uh, – he's been a big part of their success, Jared Goff. Yeah, absolutely. I still don't Saved his career. I don't love – yeah, 100%. I don't love their chances in this game. They win, though, and they're in as far as the Packers go. What do you think? You think they win and they're in? Is that is that what we're bound to happen here? Is that what's bound to happen? Yeah, I do think the Packers are going to win, so I do think the Packers are going to be the seventh seed. Like, and then, not obviously, the Seahawks would then have to beat the Rams, I believe. Mm-hmm. And they probably will. They're playing for something the Rams aren't. Yeah, I got Seattle in that game. And then, if they happen to lose two, then the Lions would get in. So the Lions are playing for something, Yeah, maybe. But they will know by Sunday night if they're playing for something or not. Because the Seahawks play earlier. But guess what? I don't think it matters. I don't no think it matters what, either. They're going all out on Sunday night. If they're not making the playoffs, they're making sure the Packers don't make the playoffs. That's what it comes out to. So you're picking, you're picking Lions? No. I just okay, tell you what, what I I just telling you what their game plan is. That's their game plan. But as far as what we've seen so far, I'm not counting them dead. I'm not saying it's 100% done. Do we know what happens if they tie? Oh. Uh, I don't know what happens if they tie. I don't think it helps either. I think I think then Seattle gets in. If Seattle wins, even if Seattle loses, Seattle wins. What if Seattle loses and they both tie? If Seattle loses and they both tie. I don't even know if that's the scenario they're they're ready for. I'm not. <laughs> they're gonna be scrounging there, being like, okay, guys, who gets in? Who who? Let's just pick Aaron Rodgers. Let's put Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. That's what they're gonna do. They're they're gonna put Aaron Rodgers and the Packers in the playoffs when it comes down to something like that. But They've got to beat the Packers do. The Lions are maybe the friskiest team in the NFL. Maybe the friskiest team when you're talking about, you know, intensity. They can win on any Sunday. They could probably beat almost any team, but they can definitely lose to any team at the same time. 
like that's like to the max with this roster with this team how they've been playing. So the Lions, yeah, the Lions have to beat the Packers and have Seattle lose or tie, and they make the playoffs. Is how it is for the Lions. And then Seattle must beat the Rams and have the Packers lose. Oh, so the Packers could tie as long as Seattle beats. As long as Seattle beats them, but yeah, if if but if Seattle loses and they tie, I do not know what happens. Okay, so I just ran the thing. If Seattle loses, yeah, and and they tie, uh, and and L.A. So the Rams win, and then they tie. Yeah, I have. It says Detroit makes it, but that could really? come down to interconference record mm-hmm. or something with the other games. I'd have to. I'd have to run the whole. Semi- I'd have to pick every game. Yeah. Oh my see. gosh! Though. So it's gonna be messy. It looks like Detroit might might get there if they can squeeze out a tie. It's, it's gonna be, like I said, the seven seed in both conferences is is a mess. Seattle has to beat L.A. and hope the Packers lose. Basically, and Seattle makes it. So they're not they're they're hoping for another team. The Packers are the only team that dictates its own future. All three teams are eight and eight. They have Aaron Rodgers. No other team does. Their defense is playing great. My preseason prediction was them being the seventh seed and going nine and eight. I'm going to stick with it. I'm going the Packers nine and eight. They win and they're the seventh seed. And you never waved from that, right? Never waved once guys. I think I was, I was go Pat go pretty much, pretty much all season long. Uh, sorry for being realistic. Y'all I said you're winning nine games and you probably win nine games. That's probably what's going to happen. All right. You got so the do you want to talk about the? You want to talk? Packers? Yeah, I also have the Packers. Okay. You want to talk about the one seed a little bit? Yeah, let's let's briefly talk about the one seed. I agree. So after Philly lost in New Orleans, the one seed and the NFC East is up for grabs now. Uh, and you know it's still Phillies to lose because if they win, they got it. Like if they win, yep. it's done. Phillies to lose at this point, but you know they haven't looked great these past few weeks without Jalen Hurts. They're getting more and more injuries. It seems like every week. I'm still not. I, th- I think Hertz is going to play this week. As far as the track, the, it seems like Jalen Hurts is probably going to play, but we why we don't know. I saw a report earlier that said he's progressing well and he practiced last week. So, didn't they say that last week? Yeah, but he practiced. Didn't they say on he was Thursday. probably going to. Didn't he limit? Didn't he practice out pads last week once? Yeah, once or twice he practiced. Once or twice he practiced last week. So that's why I mean, that's why I think he might play this week. But again, we're not sure. Well, sure. That's that's even more to an extent as to why this thing is available. This thing is open right now. Oh man, what do you think? So, so if Dallas or San Fran loses as well, they got the one seed. So they could lose, but then Dallas loses, San Fran loses. There, they get it either way. They're in. So that's the most likely option is that Philly gets the one seed. The Niners need a win, and they need Philly to lose. So the Niners are then the second most likely option to get the one seed. And the Niners play the Cardinals, and I'm pretty confident saying the Niners will at least beat the Cardinals. They're favored by 14. I think they win by at least one. I think they win. Yeah, I think they win that game too. So they got to win, and they're hoping for a Philly loss. And then Dallas is the most unlikely option because they need both Philly and San Fran to lose. Come on, that's not going to happen, guys. That's that's just not going to happen with all these stakes <laughs> out there. I think Dallas is going to win, don't get me wrong, but I don't think both of those other rosters are going to lay an egg. Most most realistic option to me is Philly, Niners at two, and Dallas at five. Yeah, I think that's probably what's going to happen. So then the Vikings would be three, Bucks four, and then Cowboys Dallas five. five. Giants, Giants six, six, 
Packers, Packers seven. seven. Yeah. Okay. That's a good playoff. That's a solid yeah. playoff. I'm happy. I'm, I'm more than happy with that tournament, with that bracket on that side. So it seems like Tampa, Dallas, that's our, that is our prediction as, as of this point in round one. Now for the AFC, where it's just as crazy for the seven seed, I think it's even more complicated, guys. So if you were confused before, hold on. <laughs> Get ready for the AFC. So every team is basically depending on another besides the Patriots, who before today – it was unthinkable. They have to beat Buffalo. It's like, okay, there's no way they're going to beat the Bills. But now with, with what's going on and who knows the mental state of Buffalo, if they're even going to have a game, is it on the table that the Patriots are winning? Get in here. I wasn't even really considering that, considering who they were playing. But yeah, I do feel like table, it is, man. I do feel like it is possible that the Bills game does not happen and the Patriots get into the playoff without having to play week 18. Definitely possible. Yeah. What's on the table? I mean, mean, if they do end up playing Buffalo, this is just a team that has struggled so bad against the Bills. I think the Bills just kind of have their number right now. So if they do play, I can't see them beating the Bills when the Bills are fighting for the one seed. I got got Buffalo in that matchup as well. It's just like who knows what's going to happen at this point in time. Uh, here on a Tuesday night, we're unsure. So that's something definitely look at. Patriots are a win and get in if they play Buffalo, if they beat Buff- Buffalo, excuse me. So that's like, I guess you could say, you know, the easiest option, the most like- likely option. But I don't know. And then you look at the Dolphins. Who but it's are- not. Yeah, it's not. I don't think they're going to beat Buffalo because I think they're probably going to play, and I don't think they're going to beat the Bills. So for me, I'm not looking at the Patriots making the playoffs. They were not my pick. So the next team that is has the best odds would be the Dolphins. Yeah, probably. because the if the Dolphins win and the Patriots lose to the Bills, which they they get in, they play the Jets. The line is even right now. Mm-hmm. The Jets are, I think, one in six in their last seven games since they beat the Packers. They haven't and... been very good for for a minute now. Yeah, they haven't been very good for a while. That quarterback spot, Mike White, you know, so it's we know they're moving on at quarterback now. <laughs> That's a and sure. their one win is against the Bears. I'm not buying into this Jets team. I, yeah, I, I didn't think they were going to make the playoffs a couple of weeks ago. But the Dolphins are the are Dolphins are also playing Skylar Thompson, who's playing quarterback. Yeah, who's playing quarterback? Is Teddy Bridgewater playing? That's kind of the question for me. That's also why I'm kind of staying away from this game because I don't know who's playing quarterback. Do do you remember probably three years ago when the Rams got into the playoffs and I think they had to play John Wolford Mm. in the playoff game because Mm -hmm. Jared Goff just had a broken hand? Yes. I feel like that's kind of like what we're going to get with this Miami team. I kind of feel like this Miami team is going to be the team that gets into the playoffs but it's just going to have such a bad quarterback that they're not like they're going to lose. Like he, like instantly. Like it. Like whoever plays them will win. It's a spot filler, basically, in the playoffs. But I don't know. I think they're this this one of the more likely options for sure. Because like they need to win and they need the Patriots to lose to Buffalo, which is a pretty likely option here. But let me tell you about a team I'm eyeing right now. I am looking at a team I picked to have a winning record. When not that many people did, when in their line was right around there, I said, hey, I believe 
in the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I took the over. I said they're going to get nine wins this year because why not? Because Mike Tomlin always has a winning record. Why not? I thought I said maybe Death, upgrade at the quarterback. Texas, Mike Tomlin winning record. Winning, yeah, over over five hundred. There you go. That that that's what you can basically book. And they need one more win to do that. One more win, and they have to beat Cleveland, who you know we, do, who I know I don't buy into at this point in time, at least. And you know, they so they got to beat Cleveland, and they need Miami and the Patriots to lose. Who knows who's playing quarterback for Miami? The Patriots have to beat Buffalo. The Steelers are playing Cleveland. They're rolling, and, and as far as the Steelers go. They're kind of hot right now. They're on a three-game winning streak. They're only allowing 14 points. Browns aren't bad either, though. No, they're not. I'm just saying, watch out for Pittsburgh. Three games undefeated, three games straight. They're only allowing 14 points per game going back six weeks. So not even in this three-week span. Six weeks now, they've only allowed 14 points per game. T.J. Watt, he's back. He's elevated. I mean, he's that a defense. Different yeah, he's elevated that defense uh, again. What do you know? <laughs> that defense is good when he's out there playing. What do What do you know? And I like what I've seen from Kenny Pickett. I like what I've seen from Kenny Pickett. They winning that close game on Sunday night against Baltimore. Can't help it. I was impressed. I'm sticking with it. They win nine games. I got the Steelers as my seventh seed. Okay, and then the other possibility. If none of those teams are to win, yeah, right. let's say Buffalo beats the Patriots, yeah, the Jet, the Jets beat the Dolphins, mm-hmm. the Browns beat the Steelers. If the Jaguars lose to the Titans, they would then get that seven seed Wait, and find themselves what would in the playoffs. If all three of those teams lose and the Jags win, then the Patriots get it. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yep. The, all teams lose, they get in. Thank you, Tanner. So the Patriots can get in with a loss if all those teams lose. Which is and the possible. Jaguars win. Yeah. Like, yeah. like all these are on the table here. Like seriously. Like like all of these are I have on the no table. idea what's gonna happen. <laughs> I don't either. The AFC's crazy and I got Pittsburgh, you got Miami. Yep. Okay. You got Miami. Yep, I got Miami for the seventh seed. Um the one seed is also up for grabs. Also, um, there's a division up for grabs in the AFC still, isn't there? The AFC North. The North is still. AFC is North, really? which is the Bengals. Yeah, is it really? Yeah, if the, if the Bengals lose to the Bills, and then the and the, that Week 18 game between the Ravens and Bengals is for the division. Oh, it is big, though. That game is – I didn't realize – yeah, yeah, it is big, isn't it? That's yeah. a very big matchup. Who gets that one seed right now, though? Because, like, who plays that game? Are they even going to play Buffalo again? Is that going to be a draw? Because if it's a draw, that hurts them in their chance to win the, the division as well as their chance. So it could probably be a no contest, not a draw. Yeah, but, like, so you just don't put a, a draw. You don't put the one. It doesn't, on it just, doesn't count into you your winner. Put nothing on nothing. Yeah. You just put nothing on it then. Yeah. It's so tough. Like that, that's the implications of something terrible like that happening, you know, and you hate to even talk about something like that, but that's that's what it comes down to right now. That's what we're kind of dealing with after the fact. And we still don't know anything. It is Tuesday night here. It's Tuesday night, folks. Be patient with us. You know, we're we're coming with you with all the information that we have here, being, you know, honest and upfront. But one seed wrapping up here in the first half, one seed 
It's so tough. I'm just going to go ahead and book it with Kansas City. I think Kansas City gets the one seed. I was kind of rolling with them before anyway. I think yeah, they- who do they play? Do they play the Raiders? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Las Vegas. Yeah, I think, that, I think they're going to beat the Raiders anyway, so they're going to get it. Yeah. I got, they, I get got it, they get it if they win, right? Yeah, I believe so, but I think they needed a Bills loss. Because oh. the Bills beat them earlier this okay. year. So if they have the same record, they need the Bills to drop one of these two games. Mm. So. Okay. So that's why it really depends on what happens with that game. Like, if they scratch it, I don't know. I, don't ask me. Don't ask me because I don't have an answer for you. But we're going to have to see what, what they end up doing going forward. I think the safest bet right now is the Chiefs for the one seed. Yeah, probably. It's like if you were betting, man, I would bet Kansas City for that one seed until we know more information. But it's so Chiefs, Bills, Bengals. Jaguar, are you taking Jaguars or are you taking Titans? I got the Jags, man. I got okay. the Jags. So then say Jags four, the Chargers or the Ravens five? I think the Chargers win this week for sure, so I'm going to go with the Chargers. Okay, Chargers five, Ravens six, mm-hmm. and then seven seed. You're Pittsburgh. saying Steelers, I'm saying Dolphins. Pittsburgh gets in again. <laughs> they get in again somehow. Like, yeah, we're just hanging around. We're here. We're in the playoffs. No big deal. Like, that's like, like, just like a season for Pittsburgh. Like, yeah, we made the playoffs. Like, like they just expect a playoff run to make the postseason. Like, imagine that. Like, I, 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 that would be awesome. That would be truly awesome if you could just expect the nine win plus win season every single year. Cowboys just said back to back 10 win. Uh, seasons for the first time since the 90s? I think Bucks, back-to-back NFC South champions for the first time in franchise history. Oh, big stuff out here. We're making moves. First-round matchup, we're looking forward to it, but I say we go ahead and take a break, come back with our picks of the week. How's that sound? The last picks of the week. Sounds oh, great. Oh, my gosh. Last, I keep forgetting. Last picks of the week. All right. Take a quick break, y'all. Then we're going to get right back to it. I'm Casey Ted Stanner. We'll be right back. All right, and welcome back. As we said in the first half, let's transition for our picks of the week for the final time this season. Kind of crazy. We're already this far, you know, final time of the year, but let's go ahead and hit it. I went two and two last week. I was honestly just happy to go neutral, though. I was thinking I was going to lay a couple of eggs in that uh, Minnesota Green Bay game. So, come on, Kirk, though, bro. Come on, though. In all seriousness, you're going to give the ball away four times and score three points in three quarters. Like, come on, Kirk. And come on, 49ers. Like, come on, man. You're going to go to overtime with Jared Stidham as first start of the season, and you're going to only win by three points? Come on, man. Come on. Those two things don't happen. I'm a cool 4-0. It didn't. I'm 2-2. Two and two. I'm cool with it, though, Tanner. You, on the other hand. Ooh. See, you lost You lost that 49ers game only because you thought Derek Carr was going to be the starter. We haven't even talked about Derek Carr being benched in Vegas because so many other things have happened. Yeah, I think Derek Carr doesn't play that good. Come on. <laughs> Derek Carr hasn't played that well all year. Then you're going to throw Jared Stidham with over 300 yards at me? Come on. Come on, you're going to do that to me? Like, that's not cool. I did not see that coming. To be fair, the line then jumped from six to nine. <laughs> like, the, the line went in that favor even more, and I was even more confident in it going into that game. But either way, 
I'm 30, 33, and one. After going two and two, Tanner, you were on a, a nice hot three and oh week. Three and oh, because you did pick the over. Go ahead, though. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I went three and oh because I did have the over in the Bills Bengals game, which obviously is the least of our concerns. Yeah. So we're going to scratch that. Like we, yeah. So the game doesn't count. I'm sitting at 30, 31, and two, trying to beat Casey, trying to break 500. Makes money on the year. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to get my first title belt, you know, as we do this picks of the week thing. I'm about to get a whole title belt laid up, as we said. But again, 30, 33, and one. You're 30, 31, and two on the year. So we're going to put you a game and a half or so up. All right. We're going to put you at a game and a half or so. I could come back. It's going to, it's this, as it was last week, comes down to the final week comes down to week 18. Every pick matters when it comes down to it. What is the over you're looking at this week, my friend? Yeah, it could be more nervous for any of my picks because we really don't know who is going to be playing in these games. If these games yeah. are going to be played, yeah. the, picks are, the picks are so close for us. I decided for my over, I went Rams, Seahawks. Seahawks playing for their season. They are trying to win this game, give themselves a good shot, and become huge Lions fans. While the Rams, Sunday night. <laughs> while the Rams, while they don't have anything to play for, Baker Mayfield has something to play for. Hundred percent. This a, a lot of this Rams offense is trying to prove that they belong on this team in 2023. Mm-hmm. They just scored over 50 points on the Denver Broncos, who everybody thought was a good defense. Mm-hmm. I think they yeah. could score. I think they could have a lot of points on this kind of suspect at times Seahawks defense. Mm-hmm. And it's f- what, 41 and, 41 and a half, half points. I This line doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. This is probably one of my easier picks for the week. Rams Seahawks over 41 and a half. Well, hopefully it doesn't come down to this one because I also picked the over on the Rams and the Seahawks 41 and a half. I'm like, this should have been like a 45 line in my eyes. You know, like this would at 45, I'm probably not touching this game. But at 41 and a half, as you said, I'm taking the over. Last time they played, 50 points were scored. Last time these two teams faced off, I think it's going to be closer to that than it is the under so I agree with you, though. 41 and a half, low for these two teams. Let's I said, last time these two teams faced off, 50 points were scored, Tanner. 50 points. I think it's going to be closer to 50 than it is 41. And as you said, the Rams, let's not forget what they just did to a Broncos defense that I still have faith in. They played pretty well all season long. It's put, they hung 50 points on that team. They are capable of scoring. And Seattle's defense, like you said, nothing special the Hawks need a win. They're going to be determined to score some points in this one. The Rams, as you said, they still have some things to play for. They're leaning more into Cam Akers, which I think is a smart idea. He's been playing pretty well. I like it. I think the play is the over here at 41 and a half. I'm riding the same thing, my friend. What about under? For under, I went Bucks falcons 40 and a half. The Bucks obviously clinched their playoff seed last week. They can't do anything else besides get the four seed, so they are locked in. I don't think our starters play the entire game. Yeah, like they sure. probably play the first half, and it's not like either one of these offenses are explosive to begin with. If the 
better team doesn't have their starters for the whole second half. Seems like an under. Yeah, I don't think too many points we scored in that one. Uh, we had not a lot of offense there, at least in the second half. I am looking Blaine at Gabbert. Oh, Blaine. We could get some Blaine Gabbert action in the second half I'm after actually, he just saved a bunch of people. He deserves excited. it. I'm actually pretty excited for that. For some Blaine uh, Gabbert minutes. Blaine train. Yeah. Oh, heck the Blaine yeah. Train. Ride the Blaine train. Big I'm game Blaine. I'm pulling the, the horn there. Let's go, man. Let's go, Blaine. But I'm all for that. Uh, I might bring up the Bucks here in just a moment or so. We'll have to see if I'm going to bring them up again. Little sneak peek. I'm looking at for my under the Packers and the Lions. This game is at 49 and a half. I know both teams are capable of scoring points, but I checked the weather. It's going to be a cold, cold night under 20 degrees in Green Bay. This is a playoff game, right? This could be at least a playoff game. The Lions, even if the Lions, you know, or, or sorry, even if the Seahawks lose going into this game, the Lions technically have nothing to play for. I still think they're going to give a crap in this one. So, yes, Packers-Lions, 49.5. I just think it's a little bit of a bigger line. Jared Goff has not been great on the road statistically this season. As I said, a cold, cold night in Green Bay. Some are saying that Jared Goff hasn't thrown a pick since November 6th, Casey. Oh, it does, yeah, I'm not that, saying he's going to turn efficient. the ball over. I just don't know if they're going to score that many points i just don't think they're gonna score that many points it's gonna be cold it's in green bay and that defense you're talking about not turning the ball over what has that defense been doing lately taking but the here's ball. what i'm saying is if they're not turning it over you know this lions team is going to be aggressive and this packers team is still probably going to win mm-hmm. I got the Packers. Like, that screams that screams a lot of points to me I know. I see a Sunday night playoff atmosphere. I see defense being a, a big factor in this one. And I don't know, man. The, I just don't see this being a high-scoring affair. I saw 49.5 for Packers-Lions Sunday night football in Green Bay. I think it's going to be a little ugly. I saw grit on Dan Campbell's hat in his press conference earlier today. I think that's exactly what it's going to be like. I'm taking the under. I don't think it hits 50. I got the under for Packers lines. We're taking the big swings for week 18. He got to, if you want to take what the else lead. you got to do. Yeah, right, exactly. So, so what about favorite? Who's your favorite? Okay. This one, I'm coming in strong, old reliable here. I got the Dallas Cowboys <laughs> as reliable. Of course. <laughs> Who would have thought? Yeah, of course. But in seriousness, they're favored by only five and a half against Washington. And we both can agree. Dallas is clearly the better team. And Jerry Jones made it clear they do have stuff to play for. They are coming out with full intensity, full effort. They're trying to win this game, win it well, win it convincingly. NFC East is up for grabs. I think they're clearly a better team. And for them to not even be favored by a touchdown, when they actually do have something to play for and the other team doesn't, I'm locking that up. I think they win by seven plus. So I like Dallas minus five and a half. I definitely don't hate that. I think that would be my pick if I didn't love this one as much. What? I went Chargers minus three and a half against the Broncos. I think the Broncos have quit on the season. They did let up 50 to the Rams, who have had one of the worst offenses like in the NFL. Yeah. They compete with the Chiefs, but the Chiefs play everyone close. This Chargers team is hot. I got 
Chargers minus three and a half. Yeah, that defense has been awesome too for the Chargers. Like they are healthy ish and looking pretty solid. So I like that pick. That was the other one I was considering. If I wasn't going Dallas, I was going with the Chargers. Underdog. Okay. A team that is not favored this weekend, but you like the line. You like them as an underdog. What do you got? I had no idea who to pick for my underdog this week. Because so many so so many of the lines are so weird because they don't they're kind of spec Vegas is kind of speculating about who's going to be playing and who is not. We don't have final word on the start sits. It's Tuesday. From these teams. Obviously, the there's two games that are very yeah. affected Up in the because air. of what happened on Monday Night Football. Mm-hmm. It's tough. Dude. The so lines were really underdog, tough. The, 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 the underdog was hard to find. I decided to go Titans plus seven against the Jaguars. I think the Jaguars still win this game. I think the Jaguars are the better team, but it would not shock me for Mike Vrabel to be. I think he's a great coach. Mm-hmm. Draw up a game plan. I think they've been, they kind of didn't try against the Cowboys. They're trying to because they didn't have anything to play for. The only thing they could do was make this game. And they still said that everyone game that they could for the majority of it. Like it wasn't a blowout, even though the score says blowout, it wasn't. You know. Like it was not. Yeah. If the Jets were plus seven, I would definitely take them as well. But because the Titans are such big underdogs in a game that I think is more of a coin flip than people are talking about, I'm going Titans. No, I like that pick. I think the Jags win as well, but I think it's under a touchdown. This is like the first playoff game of Trevor Lawrence's career, pretty much a winning get in. That the defensive minded coach with a good defense, I definitely have my doubts as far as what the what the uh, point differential is going to be here. I think the play would be plus seven for Tennessee too. I think I think the Jags win by like three, three or four is kind of is kind of where I think Jags yeah, is going to win. I agree. By. So I like that. I'm taking your Tampa Bay Buccaneers as my underdog, and I don't love it. But as to your to your point earlier, I didn't love any of the lines this week. It's so tough to grade who's playing, who's not. And I heard Todd Bowles say, you know, we want to keep the momentum going. We want to keep this going, this offensive momentum. We we have somewhat just had the offensive game of the season. Yeah, best offensive game of the year. Let's try and write it into the playoffs and not risk it going cold if we sit out a week, right? So they're probably going to play at least a half. And then, you know, maybe it's the Blaine train going in the second half. But still, I think that's enough against a beat-up Atlanta team with not with nothing to play for. I know you guys don't have anything to play for either, but it's momentum. You have more, at least, than Atlanta does right now. I got Atlanta's Tampa. actively trying to lose. Yeah, they're probably trying to lose. Exactly. They're trying for playing for a draft pick right now. Plus four and a half. I think Tampa probably wins this game in Atlanta. So I'm going to take them as an underdog. I, obviously, I like that. I think good chance Atlanta wins this game. I think we're going to pull our starters in the second half. They're still an NFL team playing against. A, I mean, they did play us close earlier in the regular season when we were playing everybody. But I still think we win this game. I'm not incredibly worried it's about plus it. plus four and a half. What I'll about take game? the points, you know. Like, I'll take the yeah. points. Game what about game of the week? I got the Packers and the Lions, dude. I, I I think that winning it in for the Packers, the Lions, 
you know, are coming with the grit. They're going to try and go for the win, even if Seattle loses earlier in the day. I don't know, man. If Seattle loses, if Seattle loses in that game, that game is definitely game of the week Mm -hmm. because that game is going to be fun. It's going to be fun. It's, It's Sunday night football. It's in Green Bay. Dan Campbell and the Frisky Lions against Aaron Rodgers and the freaking Packers. Yeah, dude, that's my game of the week. What's yours? My game of the week was strictly from a logical point. Oh, I picked Jaguars-Titans because the winner of this game does get in the playoffs. It is the first playoff game. Playoff football is more exciting than regular season football. True. It's a little little teaser for that. Small, small, small chance the Jaguars can get in with a loss, but they want to win this game. That's true. They could lose and still get in if everyone else does end up losing in the race for the seventh seed, right? But yeah, uh, those are the two games of the week. I'll give you that. Those are the two games. Yep. I'm leading. I'm leading the Packers. I've been saying they're dead all year. They're still alive. I, I have to see it with my own eyes. Him, if he's still alive. Oh, he's still going. He's still kicking in. I saw it from my own eyes there. You know. So there you go. Not sure if what I saw on Sunday against Minnesota was enough. Those were our final picks of the week for the 2022-23 season. Really quickly before we wrap up, how about Clay Thompson? You see what Clay Thompson? How about How about TCU? How about TCU? That's also a great point, my friend. A team I have been riding with, not like, you know, full on, but as far as college football goes, you know, a team I thought was the most fun to watch all year. They were on pretty much every Saturday for me. It's still rolling, man. Still rolling. You got the hoodie on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, obviously no one thought they were going to beat Michigan. They come in, they jump on them early and then they play one of the craziest college football games I've ever watched on new year's Eve. It was a cool atmosphere back and forth scoring. I think in like six minutes of game time, there was like 42 points scored or something like that. Holy like crap. And just yeah. like long touchdowns. It was just fun. As people said, that game was drunk. <laughs> and then it was re- – then the finale of the night, you had Georgia-Ohio State, which again a lot of people thought was going to be kind of a blowout for Georgia – ends up being a really good game. Ohio State leads a lot of that game. I th- believe Georgia outscored them 18 to 3 in the second half oh, wow. to come back and win. Ohio State gets a field goal attempt right as the clock strikes midnight oh, for New dude. Year's. Shanks it to the left right as the balloons fall. If you're an Ohio State hater like <laughs> me, oh, it was pretty oh, nice cool. to see. Mm-hmm. The two teams I was rooting for, Georgia TCU, they're in the finals. Go Frogs in the finals on Monday. Everyone's going to be taking Georgia. They're the more talented team. But this TCU team, just they don't die. They are they got alligator blood. What can they, you say, man? I, like, like, it's impressive the fact they've come this far. You cut off a limit, regrows. Why not? Yeah, <laughs> it regrows. It just comes back. Exactly. I'm excited. I'm gonna watch that game. TC. I'm rooting for TCU. As far as do I think they're going to? Absolutely. Win? Everyone Why? should be. Why not? 
the logical pick would to be team that won it last year. That would probably be the more logical pick. But the fun pick, the DTS pick is TCU. And I feel like we just glanced over Clay Thompson's 54-point performance against Atlanta on Monday. So let me just really quickly revisit eh. that. Let me just revisit it just for about 30 seconds and say Clay Thompson – uh, give him his respect in that this dude it continues to get more consistent as the season goes along. Warriors are getting sneaky. Just continue to count them out. Just continue to say the Warriors suck and that they're not going to make the playoffs or they're going to be a playing team or whatever. They're all still the favorites. All the talk right now, just keep it up because Draymond Green, he just said the other day again, like, we don't care. We don't care where we play. Even though right now we're three and sixteen on the road, so record states we do care where we play. We're we're like the worst road team in basketball, but the best home team. So take that as you will. Gold State, so it still runs through Gold State. Go to Clay. Uh, props for Clay Thompson, his best game in years in years since his sixty point performance. You know, a few years back. Props to him. Phenomenal and. Donovan Mitchell drops 71 on Monday night. LeBron James is scoring 40-plus every single game. Luka's going crazy. The NBA is super exciting. I cannot wait, though. I love the NFL, but I cannot wait because the NBA season right now, this is like all-time talent. Like, this is all-time talent we are witnessing in the NBA, perhaps the best it has ever been. I cannot wait to dive into the NBA, but we got a little bit more time to get there. We're still getting you know, the playoffs. Playoffs. Oh, yeah, we're talking. We're talking playoffs. You know, we're talking playoffs here. We've already been talking playoffs. And next year, next week, uh, do we do regular season awards? Perhaps we're gonna have to predict the first round of the playoffs as well. There's gonna could be, be a DTS uh, rivalry match. <laughs> yeah, we could have a bet coming next week. I don't know, y'all. Y'all just just keep keep your eyes open on on the social medias and stuff, but. I don't know, Tanner. Our team's looking like they're going to be facing off here in just a couple of weeks. I'm looking forward to it. I'm super nervous, but let's ride. Let's ride, my friend. Let's, yeah. let's get it. That's Tanner. I'm Casey. Go follow us on Twitter, dudes talking underscore pod on Instagram, dudes underscore talking underscore sports. Leave us a comment, review, rating, whatever the platform you're listening on allows. We'd be greatly appreciative. And one more shout out. To Demar Hamlin, everyone, Buffalo Bills, we're praying for you. We're thinking about you, and we're just praying for recovery, man. Praying for absolutely. All right, Tanner, I'm Casey. Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next week. All right, what's going on, guys? You're listening to Dudes Talking Sports. I'm your co-host, as always, Casey Foreman, alongside my co-host, Tanner File.
Force. Tanner, you said you were upset, you know, for the season ending. Let's open it with you. What, what are your first thoughts? What are your thoughts now? We've got about a day now to think about it. It's not an interesting move. I don't know if their title changes in any way. I don't know if it makes the team any better. coming back and playing the playoffs or it's because he's playing deep in the playoffs. No, this is without trips to the postseason. He can't play in the regular season. You know? Yeah. And he's and never been be- in the big moments. Yeah. I mean, I think he's a good player. Go cards for sure. Uh, go Yankees. Growing up, I was a Yankee fan. As far as everyone listening, thank you all for your continued support. Go follow us on Twitter, Dude Talking underscore Pod, whatever platform you're listening on. Go give us a follow, a subscribe, a comment, a like, wherever you're, like, wherever you're uh, listening. Go show us some love. Uh, we appreciate everyone's support. Thank you for listening. We can get out. That's Tanner File. I'm Casey Foreman. Thank you guys for listening. I think that's going to be it for this week's episode of the Deuce Talking Sports. Sounds good. Deuce Talking Sports.